Hello and welcome to Into the Multivoice, Big Daddy Gaming's official news and discussion and whatever else podcast. I'm Mel. I am tired. Who are you people? <laughs> I'm Greg, a staff writer and interviewer for Big Daddy Gaming. Uh, I'm Kevin. I'm the guy who does the graphic design. Uh, and I'm the guy who writes your uh, yesterday's news tonight, which for the first time in three weeks, I am writing. Shit. <laughs> I know. Back to work. I'm solo male. I just caught three sharks today and I'm going to need a bigger house. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, let's get right into it. Uh, let's see. What game should we start with? Anyone eager to go? I can usually start. Um, okay. A while ago, I hacked my Wii U. And with all the talk <gasps> about people getting... I know, right? How, how dare I? That's illegal! Um, how, Why would you hey, hack a console that they're no longer supporting? What's wrong with you? How dare I? No, but... Uh, so I, Because uh, the Wii U is great for emulating DS games, which is really awesome. So if you have the opportunity, please do. Um, and so I've been playing through the old DS Castlevanias again, trying to get my old, like, my Metroid muscles moving for when Dread comes out. Um, it's really good. I've been playing Portrait of Ruin. It's not as hard as I remember, but it certainly is tedious, is it? It takes a lot of, it's just a lot of backtracking over the place. Standard newer Castlevania stuff, but it's been fun. So, just getting myself ready for when I finish up these, I'm going to probably start into the old Metroids again and get myself ready. I just put a Game Boy Advance emulator on my phone again after not having one on there since college. And I, of course, had to download the Game Boy Advance Metroid games, but I haven't gotten to start them yet. It's a, it's a, it's fun having Kieran be like, I haven't really played Metroid games before. I'm like, what is wrong with you? They are so good. Yeah, I, if if you do want to like revisit like the entire anthology in order, I'd suggest like uh, starting with the two re- two remakes. Either, yeah, like depending on on your current like ability to access them. Uh, you know, I'd recommend either uh, Samus Returns or uh, or like AM2R for Metroid 2. Oh, and uh, yeah, like uh, then just I mean, in order, you know, that, that just makes the most sense to do it that way. Yeah. So nope. I've never actually beaten Zero Mission, so it's kind of exciting. Nope, I refuse. I'm going to play only the uh, Federation game for the 3DS, and that's how I'm preparing for Dread. Well, that's okay. like that's like Wait, if there was a new Star Wars trilogy, and you that. only and you only watched the solo the solo movie to prepare for uh, it. Well, Federation's oh. actually the only game in the Metroid series I've never played. So, so here's here's the go. funny thing. So James on our on our staff as well. I've made a joke out about this too. The only Metroid games he's played are Federation Force and Other M, and he's like, those are pretty good. I'm like, you don't understand, James. Those are the two worst games in the series. If yeah, you like I mean, those, Other M, Other M has so much exploration. It's amazing. <laughs> there's so much exploration, and there's a real story yeah. here. <laughs> He's like, those were pretty yeah. good, but I didn't really get into them. And it's like, come on, James, give the other ones a chance. So I'm excited to see him play them for the first time. So. Yeah, I'm. Anyway, I'm, I'm looking to play the Game Boy Advance ones just to see if I like them. Oh, yeah. Because I've never played any of them, and every Metroidvania I have played, I have not been super fond of. But I know I have not been playing the highest quality ones. So. Yeah, you clearly haven't played Zero Mission, so yeah. Yeah, Zero Mission and Fusion are really good. I think you'll have a good time with those. Also because they're pretty good to direct you where to go, which mm-hmm. I think is a big problem. For instance, I had with um, 
Axiom Verge. Axiom Verge is supposed to be like, you know, paying homage to the old Metroid games, and it really just kind of throws you in at some point, just like, hope you can figure it out. And yeah, it's only really uh, so I it's only like, really an homage to Metroid 1 on the NES, <laughs> when you think about it. Yeah, for real. Alright, so that's what I've been playing. Alright. Uh, I played Made of Scare, spelled S-K-E-R. Oh, yeah. And uh, apparently this has been out for a while, but I, Kieran gave me a code for a game I requested, and it was this instead. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he had mixed them up, which is fine. I like horror games, but every time I play a horror game, I'm reminded of how much of a big baby I am. So, like, my dad was a huge horror guy when I was growing up. And so I grew up around a lot of horror movie memorabilia. Like, he literally went and bought, because he had he had a horror memorabilia store. And he wanted to build, like, a prop museum in the back of it to, like, entice people to go deep into the store, you know? And so he bought, like, 12 costumes from the Rob Zombie Halloween movie. Oh, and just... Gosh had them and like a bunch of other stuff um yeah let me know when he gets a costume from an actual horror game i mean he's dead so <laughs> oh <laughs> that 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 did go well. he was he was so committed to the bit he died um oh my god <laughs> anyway so i grew up around horror and i was a big baby for horror when i was little because mm-hmm. when i was five years old like i had like a bad nosebleed experience so i was terrified of blood um which my family was real worried about because i'm a girl (laughs) and uh so uh horror movies clearly did not work for me but by the time i hit being a teenager i got over it and i got really into horror movies and now i want to play horror games but i'm a big piss baby who gets scared while interacting with things like, I can watch a horror movie perfectly fine, but when it comes to actually playing a horror game, it goes awfully for me. And so this one, it's um, it's big on the sound design, because you play as, um, instead of having any form of, you know, way to protect yourself, it's explained away by, you are a composer, so obviously you are frail and weak and squishy and can't defend yourself. Yeah, I can relate to that. <laughs> And so, um, that's the reason why you're supposedly unable to defend yourself, which is fine. And, like, you have to, you're, uh, the girl you love has been taken back to the ancestral home by her father that, like, used to be a hotel, but it's been closed for years. And he was going to try and reopen it using her as, like, the main attraction because her mom was a famous singer. And obviously her daughter sings excellently, too, and blah, blah, blah. And so you have to go, and, like, she's, her father is telling her she has to sing this ritual song, and she's like, this is really weird. Hey, bro, can you, you're a composer, can you make me a, uh, like, counter song to this song they want me to sing? And so you're like, okay, and you do that, and you go to find her, and, like, she's trapped in the ba- in the attic because everyone who is there has turned into, like, horrifying monsters. You know, typical horror game stuff. And for the first, I want to say 45 minutes or so, I was 
inching through this game because like it told me they react to sound so i was like okay i have to be real careful and real quiet and move real slow and there's a whole mechanic that you can hold your breath when you're going through areas that are dusty or there's like smoke from a fire so you don't um cough and alert them and i was fucking terrified until the first time they showed me one of the monsters up close and i was like oh i'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) like it, it was like such a light switch moment for me and shortly after that i got to the first area where like i failed at sneaking and i got attacked and my god the attack animations were hilarious so i was like oh yeah i'll be fine for the rest of the game <laughs> uh i uh, you know i know what that experience is like like i was literally like breaking down and crying like be- right before like the first parts uh like right before the first dark exploration part and amnesia then like i then uh but i muscled my way all the way through the choir and everything <laughs> i just yeah the, see, like, the benefit Amnesia had was, like, you can't look at the monsters too long, so you, because, like, mechanically, you're not able to look at them for extended periods of time, so they remain at least somewhat scary. This, I can look at them all I want, as long as I don't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm not super far into it. I think I've already picked up, like, two or three of the things it wants me to pick up and I hear there's multiple endings so who knows how that'll go for me but I'm a decent amount into it and I'm just like okay let's get this moving I I just want to not die <laughs> and so I can finish this up yeah I, but... I, I saw it sitting on our list and I'm like I would take that because I was just coming off of RE8 when it hit our list mm-hmm. I'm like but I watched my one friend play it when it came out on PC, and I'm like, I'm not unbiased. I already have thoughts about that game. So I didn't right, take it. Right, which that's a totally <laughs> fair thing to do. Like, there's a, um, before I did writing for the website in college for a commission, I used to do some writing for games. And I'm currently still doing some writing for games, and I could obviously not be unbiased when it comes to that, but they're all on Steam so I don't, and there does not seem to be an intent to port them to any of the consoles, so there's no reason I would have to review them. And it's under a pen name, so none of you will ever find me out. Ha ha! Hey, maybe, <laughs> maybe next time you could, like, rip off the horror game Band-Aid, Band-Aid by playing uh, Alien Isolation in VR. That could be fun. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I mean, there's no, no. there's nothing that makes you feel quite alive, like uh, like hearing a noise and then looking down and seeing that, see your chest been impaled. Oh my gosh, this one, it keeps making ambient noises, like there's creaks and like footsteps and stuff, but it was happening the entire like half hour lead up to me seeing the first monster, so like, it lost its punch because now I know that those sounds don't actually mean anything and I just have to like, keep my eyes out for one that's like actual loud footstep noises and it kind of sucks because that's what freaked me out so much and had me creeping and now i'm just like oh yeah i'm gonna run right through here it's kind of funny how like i I find uh cave noises in minecraft to be scarier than alien isolation in vr i mean it's a minecraft cave 
uh, I'm looking forward to you encountering some of the later characters in that game, Mel. So I'm looking forward to hearing your review on Sure. Yeah. I still have a ways to go. I'm, I was in a graveyard and I fell through a grave. So now I'm underground, but I got killed and I kind of just was like, okay, that's enough for a night because it was 2 a.m. anyway. Because I'm stupid enough to play horror games at 2 a.m. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, I do horror movie marathons where I'll watch like three or four movies in a row and then go, all right, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> I mean, but what happens It'd if you fall asleep me. while you're watching it? Then, like, that's the, not as scary if you're already asleep, you know? Oh my gosh. So, this is off topic, but this story is hilarious. So, my mom loves, my mom is a white woman who loves horror, like, not horror, um, true crime stuff, you know, the typical stereotype. And so she fell asleep, like watching something on Dahmer and then obviously had a horrible nightmare about this and was laying on the couch downstairs, screaming bloody murder, like screaming in her sleep. And my little sister got up and just went and closed her bedroom door instead of going to check on my mom. <laughs> Um, you know, your little sister would survive in a horror movie. She heard screams she didn't like and decided not to investigate. <laughs> Both my little sisters would definitely survive a horror movie. They have, like, that final girl personality type down to a T. They'd be fine. <laughs> Alright, last game I've got on our list is Life Slide? Oh yeah, right. That's so you're mine. Playing that, aren't you? Yes, that was yours. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. So yeah, it's uh, like um. Well, I should start by explaining what it's similar to because it uh, it is like uh, g gameplay wise, it's very similar to a couple of games I might be familiar with. Uh, it's uh. Well, first off, like uh, it like involves it involves like making a way down a linear path that like is like very slightly randomized and has like multiple stages to it and. You collect currency like along the way that you can buy upgrades to help you get farther. Like when when you fail, you know, like like launcher games, like burrito bison and the like, you know. Okay. It's a, a rogue light. And yeah. it's a not really local. I I wouldn't say it's rogue light at like it's not. It doesn't quite have enough hallmarks to be to be in under that umbrella. Okay, but um, it's like a it's a mobile style collect currency buy upgrades kind of thing. Yeah, it's, sounds, it's yeah, it is that it is that style, you know. But instead of like sounds, uh, instead uh, of infinite runnery, yeah. But instead of infinite runnery, it's infinite uh, gl glidey, basically, because you know, like you you control a paper airplane, basically. Oh, and, cool. And uh, and yeah, like the paper airplane, of course, has like uh, has uh, like the gliding physics of needing to like uh, uh, dip down for to gain speed and. Uh, dip back up for just long enough to uh, be able to dip back down again, you know, and you can, up what's cool is that you can actually get upgrades to like uh, reduce stalling and friction and all that to make that process even easier. And like it tests, like in like the, the, it tests you with your ability to do that by like actually like flattening out the levels a bit more as the game goes along. So that's, that's neat. Uh, like also like the other game that reminds me a lot of is BitTrip. Uh, strangely enough because oh, yeah. like because okay. it has like very like uh like it 
like it's it's obvious that like a majority of efforts was put into like like making sure that they have like a proper like well-made soundtrack that like has like unique phases for each like for each uh environment that are all named after like states of mind basically so all that's very bit trippy you know cool um and so yeah like i i was i was pretty impressed with like uh how well made the soundtrack was and how like seamless like it's and like the levels like merged like uh like merged together like when when you reach the end of one and enter another one you know like because you know it's uh it's in third person 3d you know with uh and so like but that they managed to make it like completely seamless when you go from one level to another one even though there's slight there's like a bit of randomization with the way they're generated so that was cool um guess i'll guess i'll share more thoughts later then i got a chance i want to say i got a chance to talk to the developer of life slide Uh, oh that's cool back when i requested the code and all that for it and they were telling me how um they wanted to aim for like a relaxing a very relaxing gaming experience while also trying to convey a story through the level design but he wouldn't elaborate more on what story that is well, I, th- I think uh, it's it's not that difficult to understand from the title and like from like the the names of the different uh, from the names of the different areas. I won't I won't say out loud, but yeah. Uh, also, um, also, if he was going for something relaxing, he definitely shouldn't have made the uh, the fighting one because like it's basically just like it's complete it's a complete contrast. Basically, the one before it is an absolute like uh, absolute like like uh, fight like or not fight. But like you're like grappling with like you're like a like you're bit barely able to like maintain any kind of lift whatsoever because of how flat the train is and like your only way to gain more height is like these like uh, updrafts that can really easily stall your, your plane and make you completely lose control and nose dive into the ground and then what? it contrasts that with the next level which is just like a it's just like. 45 degrees downward and you're going at like 80 miles per hour and can barely even think and you have to avoid instant death with a bunch of like chopping plants <laughs> and yeah it's, uh, so yeah it's not exactly relaxing levels <laughs> that i had to that i had to do at that point <laughs> yeah that feels so like it, a bit trip to me sounds <laughs> like uh how the developer flappy bird wanted it to be a relaxing game <laughs> uh not not quite in that way but i i guess but, also i should either. also I should mention that I've also, also notably, I, I finished the Phoenix Wright trilogy, the original oh, trilogy. Nice. Finally, yes. I've actually been kind of playing it slowly over time. You know, I first started about a year ago, but uh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I was definitely not ready for the final case, and I definitely oh, wasn't yeah. ready for the case before that where they decided. I like, but what was even more intense was like the case before that where they just had a dump truck full of pop pulp cut. Of pop culture references that they just decided to all like completely like drench you in all uh-huh. at once for for some reason like uh they they name dropped ghost in the shell they met they said this is sparta they they's uh oh <laughs> man i can't even remember there there's just too many of them <laughs> i love the original phoenix wright trilogy and i kind of just wish they would bring the second trilogy to the switch yeah, me too, because, yeah, it looks like uh, either pay $20 for each on Android or, you know, other methods. 
I just want to defend a killer whale again. I mean, the maybe they will. Me. Yeah, I, I really hope they do. Maybe because, they like, will if uh, Chronicles sells well, which you finished the original trilogy just in time for. That yeah, comes out, true. That comes out in July. I didn't know that was coming out back when I started, so yeah, pretty good timing. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, the crazy thing to me is the games 5 and 6 have been pretty widely released. Like, you can get them on mobile, you can get them on DS, you can get them on tablet, but 4 got like the ds release and that's it <laughs> uh you mean apollo justice or you mean yes. the professor like uh, uh, apollo justice Spirit is on justice. android oh it is on android now yeah Ap apollo justice yeah. on android last time i checked which is like a day ago <laughs> yeah that's you can get that one that's good I, I get why the latent one didn't get a wider release though because that people were very mixed on the latent crossover i mean like essentially that sounds a... amazing the Layton crossover was a really good Phoenix Wright game and a terrible Professor Layton game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it definitely was. It, although, if you want to get into the Layton series, I guess that's a decent entry point because it's not as hard as the Layton games. That's it's fair. So you can get a fair idea of what the Layton games want from versus. It's also... Yeah. It also doesn't really require any prior knowledge because I think it's set mm -hmm. between the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy. I got the vibe of. I think. Yeah, so, it's yeah. a. It's really just kind of its own thing. Yeah, it's it's very standalone, so that's a good place to start if you want to get yeah. into Layton. What about if you want to get into Phoenix Wright? <laughs> no, not a good place to start. You play Phoenix Wright. <laughs> not, <laughs> not at all. Because like. Him and Maya are already like established working together and all that stuff. No, you want to start Phoenix right back where it began. <laughs> yeah, and with a Japanese release on GBA, oh, you have to learn Japanese just to get into the series. Sorry, I'll make world. Uh, I, I will. I will contend, and I will never stop defending. The very first Phoenix Wright game is the most consistent across all the cases. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'll vouch for that yeah. too. Like, like I genuinely think that, like, the that the like that the oh, I forgot what it was called, but the one where like the like the final like non like non bonus case of like Phoenix Wrights with the with the boat with, and the shoot yeah. and the lake. Yeah, that's. Yes. I think that was that was genuinely like the part where it peaked. You know, I like I, I mean, yeah. like the final case of of the. The final case of like the third game was uh, pretty excellent, but yeah, definitely didn't top that case or rise from the ashes. Yeah, I, I think the other games have some really high highs, but they also have some of the lowest lows. We do not talk about Circus Case. I was well, uh, just about to say um, it, and now I can't because I can't talk about it. Wait, Circus oh, Case you mean from the second game? Uh, the, a second case from the second one, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the worst. No, no, Mel know. said we're not talking about it. It's bottom three <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't want to relive that case, so we're not going to talk about circus case. It's it's one of my <laughs> least favorites. I just find, yeah, it's like it's the second case in that game, right? Yeah, especially when there's like what you said, so many higher highs than that one. You're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do or present to people because it doesn't make any sense. It's, and then it's you got the problem that it's really long for a second mm -hmm. case. A yeah. lot of the other ones ease you more into it. 
and it it's so weird yeah, it, it has total third case syndrome despite being yeah. a second i honestly think that like after i experienced rise to the ashes i couldn't see any other cases long oh my god yeah oh. you're right you're right the, the worst <laughs> part like i love rise from the ashes it's a objectively excellent case the only problems are a it's really long compared to all the other ones in that game specifically and b it completely screws edgeworth's character arc because he's supposed to have his like internal revelation and introspection after case four where it makes way more sense but now because we've tapped on that extra case from the ds version it delays that by at least several weeks to months <laughs> Well, wasn't he? Wait, was I forgot if he actually made an appearance in Rise of the Ashes or not? I believe he does. Rise from if not I Rise to. If I remember right, I played it recently. Why can't I remember? Uh, last time, like I for, I honestly forgot. Like, um, maybe he did, and maybe that's why I thought it was weird. in in the seek, like, in, like when people said that he was completely gone, I forgot. Yeah, it it just, it just kind of make. It's a good case, and I like that it was added, but also, like, I almost feel like it should have been added as a fourth case and made the original case four, now case five. I think rearranging them could have made the game overall stronger, but that's just me. No, no. Oh, yeah, Edge also... Edgeworth has to wait to have his character development now. <laughs> How dare they? I mean, everyone was waiting for him. Uh, anyways, uh, what My I, angry what prosecutor I... husband. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, actually, I would definitely go for Phoenix more than I would for Edgeworth. Also, I also I started playing Animal Crossing recently as well. The New Horizons, because you were talking about your shirts. Yeah, New Horizons. How are you liking it? It's Animal Crossing, I can tell. Like, I haven't played one before, but <laughs> yeah, I can tell it's Animal Crossing, because it says so on the title. It It does say that on the title, but where is Brewster and the gyroids? Good question. I haven't found them yet. They they, they don't, don't exist. exist. Okay, good. So I'm not missing anything. <laughs> nope. I was not really hoping for a summer update, update that out. would add them in to be announced. Maybe three, no. maybe this summer, or maybe next summer, or It'll maybe be a summer after probably next two weeks. I feel like if we are going to get the announcement for that, it'll be a fall announcement so they can be like warm up with coffee in the fall or something like that, you know? Please, that would be so good. But and like, then pick I, up I some oil. Like I, I don't play it every day like I used to at the start of pandemic, but I pop on every few weeks or so and feel feelings, completely redecorate the island, and then leave it alone for another month. <laughs> All right. Should we get into the news? I suppose. All right. First thing I have is uh, the Marvel Avengers game with the multiplayer and the online. Uh, they fucked up real bad. <laughs> yeah, they oh, did. <laughs> yeah. So uh, for those not in the know, they their people logged on and they were playing and they were weird strings of numbers over the characters' heads, and it's like, oh, that's new. I didn't know the update added that. And uh, it turns out it was at least partially people's IP addresses. Yeah, yeah that's, why, that's why you should always make sure that debug mode isn't available before you release a patch. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was 
bad. Um, that was my... Thankfully, they fixed it. They did uh, fix as it. As they should. This week, uh, a patch went out on Wednesday to fix it. That being said, how the hell, when you didn't even have to touch that part of the game, did you screw that up? My uh, my favorite response to it was Matt McMuscles posted the day that that happened. Just had a big floating symbol of what happened on it. it was like, this is going to be a story for the ages. This is incredible. Yeah, they... Good job doxing literally everybody who plays the game online. <laughs> well, that's, what, yeah, you, that's uh... what you get, I guess. I... That's what you get for showing nothing at your E3 show, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> what are they talking about? They gave you a new cinematic trailer for Black Panther. Leave him alone. They gave me 20 minutes of one game. Shh. And then showed that game again on the Nintendo Direct. Um, at least Nintendo didn't spend 20 minutes doing it. How many times have they said that the Black Panther uh, pat, like edition is coming? How many as times many times as I found out that Monster Hunter Stories 2 is coming out. Um, and as many times as they said Spider-Man's coming to that game. By the time we, by the time Marvel's Avengers gets Spider Man, he won't even be exclusive anymore. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it's because they just they're keep... still trying to convince me that I should play, and I refuse. No, uh, I can tell you right now. I went back to it prior to this mess up, and it's not any better. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I've a... heard that the story mode is not great, but you know, decent. The story and, is But that's fine. not enough to compel me. The story is fine, uh, but the story is also something you can finish in like six to seven hours, and right. then you're just stuck in the end game loop, which isn't fun. Um, mm. Yeah, prior to starting with uh, BDG, I did play Avengers to write a review on for my portfolio. And I regret that decision. I regret it so hard. I cannot tell you stay away from that game enough. Because even though they like, are like, oh yeah, we're inclusive because we put Kamala Khan in here. Yeah, but you also botched her origin story. And I mean, so I'm not a big comics person, but I like... I, I like watching the explain comics weirdness to your you, genre of YouTube videos. So, like, I have a weird yeah. amount of knowledge on comics for someone who doesn't read them. And from my understanding, any incarnation of her is probably going to change her backstory, considering her entire backstory is based on, let's do this thing so we don't have to call these characters mutants. Mm -hmm. Yeah... I mean, yeah, I got I got all my knowledge of the comics from the Spider-Man one DVD DVD extras. So, <laughs> but yeah, I just not thrilled I with that it. game. Can't tell you enough that this is just another reason that this game shouldn't have been a live service, <laughs> um, because I they clearly don't know comics. how to handle that. I get all my comic book knowledge from Spider-Man: Turn Off the Dark. What? 
Do you guys the, not remember the that? The Broadway musical where people die? The, the Broadway <laughs> musical, yeah. Oh I mean, I, I am a theater kid, and God, do I wish there was a good bootleg of that show, because my, <laughs> it's so, so See, weird. And, if you want... Okay, you want to know the weirdest thing about that that most people don't realize? Um, the Spider-Man musical was written directed conceptualized everything by the woman who directed the original run of the lion king on broadway really yeah that's an interesting way to go i guess well like the the broadway lion king is excellent it's really well done and it's an excellent way to bring this animated movie about animals to the stage in a way that's not you're not putting them in fursuits <laughs> but um yeah. Th yeah the fact that this woman went from doing this incredibly amazing many award winning thing to the Spider-Man in U2 musical oh, I mean <laughs> oh. guys I just saw something on my newsfeed relevant to the Marvel Avengers discussion oh uh, you tell they released a new roadmap for the rest of 2021. Spider-Man not on it. That doesn't even have Spider-Man on it. Nice. Oh they my have God. they have they Actually. originally were saying he was going to come out early 2021 and now he's not even slated to release at all this year. Beautiful he's not work. E he's not even listed as the in development section. They're just we not have a working. Terrible roadmap. They're just not <laughs> working on him anymore, apparently. And I'm like, what? Well, there that's you it. Have it. That's it, Sony. I want a refund. <laughs> I know it's yeah, been. I, I know it's been a while, but I'm demanding a refund. I bought this game for Spider-Man, and I'm not getting him now. So, you brought up the idea of wouldn't it be funny to see a, a terrible bootleg of that musical? You know what else you need to find a terrible bootleg of is the Phoenix Wright Japan exclusive musical. Yes, you do. Oh, you love is, a good anime and video game musical from Japan. It is a work of <laughs> art. I have yet. So I haven't watched the like I watched the first handful of episodes of the Phoenix Wright anime. Mm -hmm. And like I quickly concluded this is not nearly as fun as just playing the game. Mm hmm. So I did not continue, but I do want to track down and watch the Phoenix Wright live action movie because it just sounds so funny to me. It's the it's the first game, but dang, is it amazing. <laughs> I just think putting in live action will make it infinitely more fun than a very step by step recreation and animation. Watching because the great thing about Japan is they they very much double down on the, the ridiculousness of it all. Mm -hmm. So you'll see a part where Phoenix is like, objection! And like this big like burst of energy shoots out. Everyone's like, like it's so good. It's worth every second. I love that kind of, of like campy, over the top shit. That's perfect. You will have a good yeah, time. like yeah. It's basically what they were going for with uh, Phoenix, right? With like the the huge floating text and like the and like the excessive like points and like desk slams. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. like, if you're gonna do a style, go all in. So, like, they went all in, and I, I can respect that, even if it turned out not great. Um, okay, next thing I have on my list here is that Windows 11 
is coming. Get hype. Yeah, I'm hyped. Ooh. Sufficiently. I, I, I didn't watch any of the presentation and <laughs> I use my laptop mostly for writing, so this probably yeah, you didn't. won't affect me that I, much. Yeah, you I didn't have... miss much. The presentation was kinda not great, but like the news and the presentation was uh, did seem pretty uh, pretty neat though. So what is the news? Well I have one comment to make about this. It's a free upgrade for like a year, like they did with Windows ten. That being said, I will wait before they decide it's an optional upgrade and force me to get it like they did with Windows 10. <laughs> because at I mean, some, because like, they uh, did. They, this. There's, there's some pretty cool stuff they're adding for the gaming aspect I, of it all. Like, I get, there's a lot of, like you said, under the hood stuff that's impressive for what it can do technically. I get yeah, that. Yeah, like, uh, but don't like force it, it actually, me to like, uh, yeah, they actually like re like uh some like I think they either rewrote or like re reworked the thread schedule or so basically what that means is that like CPUs like perform better than they did before and especially like weak, weak CPUs and like uh, CPUs with weird setups like uh like combination of strong and weak cores you know. But yeah. is CP so back in Microsoft Word? We can only hope. <laughs> um. But so you were saying that like so besides the fact that it's going to be better, it does look kind of like a Mac, which is kind of interesting. It's definitely a strange yeah. way for them to go. Yeah, it's yeah, but, it's interesting to me that they're, they're like it seems like they're going to try to like um, like automate the like upgrades, like update like uh, app updates more, which is nice because like you you can't like you can only get like proper update pushes for like uh, Windows Store apps if you go into the store every single time you want to do that and then click up like uh, update all, you know. So like yeah. uh, and of course like the classic like Windows operating system upgrades like there it looks like they're going to try to streamline that to make it more uh, to make it more like uh, more like what you'd see on Mac and as and also like the Windows search like the fact that's in the center of the screen and that like it searches like basically everything uh, makes it like look more like Spotlight you know mm -hmm. so that's nice and then the huge thing was that. Um was it they said android android apps are native to the store which yeah is like it looks deal. like yeah it looks like it's from like the amazon like android app store that's uh that's fully implemented as of now but like we could see more in the future you know and like uh it's probably like it's it's probably uh it was probably done to like uh like to mostly like um provide like better like variety of like um you know app implementation Amazon. because like yeah. you know like windows store isn't exactly like prime uh ground for like making an app for you know yeah but i mean gaming wise it's cool because i was talking to one of my friends about this a huge portion of android apps and games support controllers so all of a sudden you can plug in your xbox controller or usb whatever you want and all of a sudden you're playing all these mobile games a much more accessible way. Like as much as I love slamming my fingers on a, a touch screen, it's nice to be able to have controller support for more games like that. And that could yeah, be that's... a huge deal. Yeah, that especially makes say, sense. Uh, for, that especially makes sense for like tablets, you know, like when, like, uh, <laughs> like ones where you can, you can like, uh, you can like make it like pull out, like you can like, uh, you have the, like the laptop hybrid setups mm -hmm. where it's like a tablet the with the keyboard that you can, yeah, the surface where you can like, pull it off of the keyboard, you know, and have it like just be a touch only device. That seems to be one yeah. of the main, like one of the main goals of like Windows 11 is to make it more of a touch friendly, like operating system as well, you know? Yeah. 
So it's, it's exciting. I mean, there's a lot of potential for what it could do. And that'll be cool because someone was saying it's like, hey, we can finally get those really pretty like remakes of Dragon Quest and be able to not have to like slam my fingers on a phone or hope that my screen isn't cracked. So it's nice to be able to have access to a lot of remakes. I mean, I yeah, guess that technically means all these, Final well. Fantasy, yeah, yeah. all these Final Fantasy remakes they just announced for Steam and mobile. You can now have technically with a controller like you should in the first place. Off square, what the on hell Steam, are you doing? Right. <laughs> so... That's cool. There's some definitely good potential there for what it can mean in the future, and I hope it means good things. So, there you yeah, go. I'll definitely try it if it if it doesn't have any like notable like uh, like massive issues for like everyone who reviewed it. Yeah. So here's to hoping. All right. Uh, next thing I've got is uh, another Microsoft thing: uh, Sonic's in Minecraft. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess that's how you celebrate an anniversary. <laughs> yeah, technically I mean, it was always in Minecraft if you play the Java version and you could just make it happen. <laughs> it's cool true. to have like official Sonic merch in there, it feels like. So uh, people have shown that you can like you can take the tools, I think, to make like custom Sonic levels, which is kinda neat. And it just it feels nicer than getting a game and watch for Zelda. Hey. So yeah, I mean, fifty bucks is a lot. Is a lot for like a little piece of plastic Tiger Electronics, you know? Hey, okay, so ooh, shots fired. <laughs> hey, so we were just talking about my... this on the last podcast. I am hyped for that. Kieran and I will fight all of you guys. All so here's is. here's my big thing as well. So this celebrates Sonic's thirtieth anniversary, which is you know great. Um, and they definitely showed they're doing some pretty good stuff for it. But did anybody? Anybody here catch that Sonic concert they did? I didn't. I have yet to go oh, back and watch it. I've heard really good things. Oh my gosh. They can't top the last anniversary concert, so I didn't bother. They did. Oh my gosh, did they ever. So to explain what happened, it starts off and they have a symphony doing whatever they're doing. But they started off like the Sonic Adventure 2 menu screen. So it's like, here's the hero <gasps> mode and here's the court orchestra. Like, okay, that's fun. They did a cool little orchestra thing. And then halfway through, they switched it to the dark mode, and it was Crush 40 for an hour. So oh Crush God. 40 singing all the old Sonic songs, and you're like, this is incredible. This is really fun. Was there and then, City Escape? So, good. Uh, so here's, let me explain how it all goes. So they do a whole bunch of great songs, and the point is, like, Sonic songs are so quintessentially corny, and awful, and you have to sing to every one of them because they're also the best things you've ever heard. Yes. And I love them. Like Melody so Rising Vengeance. Awesome. Yeah, so everyone's like, okay, like, you played some really great songs, you played, like, the edgy shadow song, I Am All of Me, and everyone's singing along, and it's great. And then it finishes, and it says, because it's, it's a digital concert, it just says, do you want one more? We're all like, we haven't heard City Escape. Yes. Yes, you should. And, like, they keep, like, getting the crowd all excited. They said, well, then... Follow me. And they have an orchestra playing with Crush 40, and they do it, and it was amazing. And then oh when my it's God, all done, they're like, uh, I need to watch like, it too. <laughs> that was pretty good. Let's I finish don't even it off like right. Sonic that much. <laughs> and then they, they played have... Live and Learn, and it was so good. Oh my gosh. Do they have a guy so... uh, singing si uh, Sonic Heroes from the audience into the microphone? <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite videos. I <laughs> yeah, I told you they couldn't Sonic top Heroes, it. Though. 
it's so good it's it's worth all of your it's like a two-hour concert for free and it's on youtube forever and it's it's worth all of your time i think so. next time i'm writing and my roommate isn't home because i don't want to like bother her with my bullshit i might put that on <laughs> as like my writing music instead of my usual it's playlist I, I warn you, you will get nothing done because you'll be jamming out. Like, I was singing to my office computer. <laughs> like, that fun. Yes, yes. It's okay. I'm more than welcome. I'm more than happy to uh, lack in productivity to listen to some awesome uh, Sonic concert. Suddenly, yeah, we are all so AG 13 year olds again. <laughs> so, if anybody here is uh, reluctant to read yesterday's news today, which I do. I did link the entire thing and talk about how much I foamed at the mouth about how good it was. So, it's so good. I will definitely have to watch that later. Um, what is this that I wrote down? Oh, okay. So, uh, I have been trying to get a, um, a code from a developer to work so I can play a typing game. And I won't say what it is because it's still dealing with that. But... That got me onto the general thought about typing games. And so I was looking up all the old typing games from my childhood. And of course, I typed in Typing of the Dead because House of the Dead is so bad it's good. And having it in a typing game form is even funnier to me. To protect the Lurf cycle. Yes. <laughs> Suffer is <Like> she did. <laughs> and. Uh, I found out, this is pretty old news, but just me finding this out was so funny, I had to share it. Um, because Yahoo Answers died, someone made a mod for Typing of the Dead where you have to type in content from Yahoo Answers. How is Babby formed? How, <laughs> how girl get pregnant? <laughs> is Yabble a wood? <laughs> so good. Um... I, I might it's be picking up Typing of the Dead, and if I do, I am definitely going to uh, add in this mod. I, I, it's I will so be funny. honest. I will be honest. I haven't thought of typing of that game in a long time, and now I need to buy it. <laughs> you know, on Steam, the article listed as $20, and now I need to buy it because the mod is free. Mm hmm. <laughs> it's, it's like two games in one now. You have the regular typing game, and you have this madness. You, <laughs> you have whatever this is, which. They're saying is 500 Yahoo Answers questions. So Amazing. good. I'm excited. Um, so we don't have a typical thing expensive story, unfortunately. But we do have that um, Sony wants people who have PlayStations to buy another PlayStation. So, PlayStation. so um, I legit checked my email after this, okay? After I met, after I read this article, uh, basically the story is Sony's algorithm is sending emails and waitlist emails for PlayStation Fives to people who bought their PlayStation Five from Sony directly. Right. I have also received one of these emails, despite. <gasps> Having done so. Like, hey, can I have your play PlayStation 5 then? Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> the wait list was uh, for yesterday. Aww. Yeah, the, the time I was supposed to log in was like yesterday while I was at work. But, the fact is, 
I own one. Sony is Sony is still having trouble getting the supply for these systems out, and their algorithm is going behind their back. Because I imagine this had to be automated, and being like, "Hey, you want to buy another one?" <laughs> I feel <laughs> like uh, I kind of feel like it. a weird. I feel a weird like sense of deja vu. Like I've seen a comedy sketch about George Foreman girls or something about like buying, wanting to buy two of them. Yeah, it, but after I saw this story go live, I'm like, did I get an email for that? And sure enough, <laughs> so, I Sony sent me an email, even though I bought a PlayStation 5 from them, like, four months ago. I didn't, because I bought mine through GameStop. And so, uh, but yeah, it, it, it does not seem like this was intentional. This clearly is like these people got flagged in the system as buys things from us directly. So obviously they're more likely to buy the system from us directly. I mean, who else would be more likely to buy a PlayStation 5 than someone who's proven themselves to want to buy one? Exactly. <laughs> How uh, many do you want one? Besides the fact that you've been playing it for the last two weeks. I, I think it's just an issue of like in trying to get around the scalpers. They've made their system do a dumb I mean, like, oh, yeah. like, I mean, when you think about it, it, it makes hard. perfect sense. That people, like, people who's got PlayStation Fives, well, I might buy more PlayStation Fives. It's perfect business. <laughs> but the system definitely did a dumb, and I felt like we had to mention it because, again, expensive thing. But we got to keep on brand with that. But also, uh, algorithm do dumb thing, which. <laughs> Sony, Sony hasn't even commented on this. Like, this has been going around for a couple days now. Sony has not even made a comment about it. I mean... I mean technically, their email of... accounts has a comment. They already commented to people bought PlayStation 5. <laughs> it it, it makes another. me think of the... Uh, of the... This week, the intern at HBO who sent out a test email to a whole bunch of people. Like, it's got that same kind of vibe to it. Like, oops! Well, Sony did an oops, and we had to talk about it because... Because why not? Because why not? Why why you do this, Sony? And no, I don't have enough money to buy another PlayStation 5, Sony. But I appreciate the offer. <laughs> I mean, I could buy one, but that would require dipping into savings. I don't feel like dipping into, so... But no, you don't need also, one. Also, I already have one. You why have buy one. Another? Poor yeah, Solo's save that money for a PC instead. I was gonna say, isn't Poor Solo the only one in this chat that doesn't have one? Today? Uh, yeah, probably. I'm sorry, so. Yeah, it's I... okay. I got, I got, I can emulate PS3 games, so like, uh, basically everything is perfect. Yeah, oh, you're fine. Um, I learned a thing today, by the way, that I didn't know about the PlayStation Five, and I feel dumb for not knowing it. You Tell can, me. you can pop PS4 game discs into that thing, and it will read them. And I didn't oh. know that. My friends yeah. were talking about it today. And I'm like, you can what now? And they're like, yeah. they're like Bro, we talked about this months compatible. ago. They're like, we talked about this months ago. I'm like, no, we talked about how dumb it is to put the readable portion of your disk drive on the outside case against the outside casing of your console. We talked about that a while ago. I didn't know that. I haven't tried it either, but I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I've I've done it a bunch of times because I replayed um, all of Dishonored. So so, so I, I felt throwing my discs in there for the quicker load times. Th that's my I feel dumb moment because 
I've had the system since like February and didn't know. Didn't know at all. Ugh. I've had mine since launch day. I'm so happy. Well, actually, no. I'm sorry. I did not get it on launch day because uh, it got delayed in shipping. Did, I got it the did day I, after. Maybe did I tell you what? I took off just to play video games. Right. It's a waste. All right. Did I tell you I was supposed to have it on launch day and <gasps> Sony screwed up my pre-order? Sony Direct screwed up my pre-order. And now you guys are going to hear about this because now I'm, now I'm upset about it all over again. Um, I pre-ordered the system back when I applied for a spot in their pre-order line. I pre-ordered that. I pre-ordered an extra controller and two games. Mm -hmm. Sony, when it came time to take payment for those things from my account, decided it was going to take payment for each of the games separately, the controller separately, and the system separately. Which, if anyone knows how expensive any of this is, what meant Sony in separate purchases wanted to take over $700 out of my account in one day. My bank said, no, you're not going to do that. And declined the only freaking one that would have mattered, which was the system. So I get an email from Sony oh the God. day they went to take the payment saying, you need to contact us because something went wrong. And I called them, and they already sold my system to somebody else. Boom. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So what shows up, like, four days after the PlayStation 5 launch? The two games and the controller I can't use, because instead of taking the pre-order amount all as the total purchase, which my bank would not have said no to... Sony decided to take over $700 in four payments, and my bank said no. Garbage. And that is on Sony's, that is Sony's fault, not my bank's, because they should not be charging for pre-orders that way. That's so, ridiculous. with mine, I, I live in Wisconsin, and I ordered through GameStop, so it was coming from Texas, right? And... I had gotten a bundle that was, you know, supposed to, it was the um, one that was supposed to have Destruction All-Stars and Miles Morales, but, you know, Destruction All-Stars got delayed and made free and all that stuff. And so they decided instead of sending it directly to Wisconsin, they were going to route it through Tennessee or Kentucky, one of those two. And it got delayed while it was there because, you know, I was watching this thing like a hawk because I paid extra to get the launch day delivery because that's how much I wanted to play the shiny thing. And uh, <laughs> I got really pissed because I knew it was going to, it was not going to make it to my house on launch day, but I live near a major airport and it would have made it to the FedEx location directly next to the airport where all the stuff like, got loaded off and junk and i tried to have them just hold it at the fedex i'll drive there and pick it up and then i don't have to wait the extra day and uh i was told no you can't do that because they put a protection on it that you can't change where it's going only gamestop can do that so did was... you call GameStop and ask them to change it? 
Uh, no, at that point it was too much of a hassle. And by the time I got that answer, it was like, by the time I get in touch with someone and get it changed, and if the change even goes through and doesn't delay it further, the FedEx place by me would have been closed. So mm. I just waited and I literally opened the door to grab my mail from the mailbox as the lady was walking up from the FedEx truck with my pack package. It was a beautiful moment. Listen, listen, at least you got yours and didn't have to wait months and buy a different That's one. That's true. I was lucky. <laughs> I was incredibly fortunate. And this was my first like launch day console. I was so excited. All right. We have one last news story and I put it last cuz I figured this is going to be like the most ridiculous one. We need to talk about the abandoned situation. <laughs> I know a little bit about this. And and the developments that happened, with too. Yeah, so I didn't look at any of the more recent stuff, but I've been looking at some of this and trying to make sense of the entire thing. So there is a developer called Blue Box Studios, and they are releasing a game called Abandoned. And it got, like, highlighted by Sony, the trailer for it. And people were like, oh, that's weird, because this is looks like it's from a studio that hasn't really done anything except for some, like, crapped-out mobile games and, like, stuff like that. It's really weird that they would get this kind of highlight, which, no, it's not Sony highlighted Life of Black Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you mentioned that. <laughs> anyway... Um, so people, and then the developer made things worse by they tweeted something along the lines of another name for abandoned starts with S, ends with L. And people went, it's Silent Hill. And I'm like, I mean, that, the, I it guess. Could the word soul. It could be the uh word yeah. singular. Or it could be the, or, or it could be the abbreviation SOL or something. I don't know. Yeah, like, people yeah, you know, really decided to go with Silent Hill, and it was like, okay. And then everyone just immediately started joking, hey, it's Kojima, he'd do some crazy shit like this. And you know what? I can't deny that Kojima would do some crazy shit like that. I'm Hold on. How you, hold up, you he can't... Basically do, did a, he would basically do a frog fraction. You, you can't... <laughs> You can't Which deny was. that anyway, because Kojima did do crazy shit like that, exactly. where he created a false game studio to promote Metal Gear Solid Five by saying that they are developing a game called Phantom Pain. Phantom Pain. Yeah. Yeah. So, and Kojima, so Kojima did do this in the past. He he's done something similar before, and I'm like, okay, I can't deny that that's something crazy Kojima would do, but. You know, the trailer for this game doesn't exactly look good, and it's with, made with all, like, Unity Store free assets and stuff like that, so I was like, I don't know about this. But people were joking, and then people got serious about this. And I think everyone's forgetting, Konami owns Silent Hill still. Kojima famously had a very bad split with Konami. 
Yeah, yeah, but like maybe he bought it with all the money he made off from Death Stranding, you know? No, he I bought no, he sure funnel... that's a thing that absolutely happened. He funneled that off. He funneled all that extra money off to the director's cut because the only thing that stops Kojima is Kojima. Yeah, yeah. and so <laughs> I I can't deny that this is something Kojima would do, but people's evidence is increasingly more and more tenuous like blue box studios has a youtube channel and the banner is like a scene of mountains and what are mountains hills it's got to be silent hills like <laughs> that level silent hills we, of course we, we've gotten to that level of speculation and justification yeah it, it, it's that right. bad and like there's a bit in one of the in the trailer where there's like some words on a wall and you can like you can tell what words they are and when there there it shows that shot there's a tree going across the words and what letters do the does the tree block p and t of course, of course. <laughs> i mean that's that's not the worst theory so i mean it, it's but it's incredibly tenuous evidence uh, and even the develop and like the guy has gone on video and been like, hey, that's not what this is. And they deleted the tweet and they've been consistently saying, no, we screwed up by implying that. That's not what this is. But then Kojima Productions started liking all their tweets. Just a jerk. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> so, that's so good. So I didn't know about that, but um, I, I have seen the fallout from the actual guy like the lead guy from blue box studios who made a video saying that this isn't what this is and explaining why the trailer looks like it's a bunch of unity assets because sony let them know kind of last minute they wanted to feature it and they needed a trailer quick so they did that and this won't represent the final game at all and people are still yeah. going online going Oh, Kojima just hired a voice actor to say all that. And I'm like, no! <laughs> this guy has, like, a right. track record with game development. He is not a voice actor. But the hype right. for a new and Silent Hill is real right now. <laughs> so. It's so okay. weird. Because on one hand, this developer is putting out an app on the PlayStation Store where it's... um going to render trailers for the game real-time with the PlayStation. Which, that is really weird for a indie studio that hasn't put out anything but a few crappy mobile games to get. Mm -hmm. But also, there's just all this weirdness about the entire thing. And, like, if... Okay, so we are recording this on Friday the 25th. I believe the trailer thing is supposed to happen today but i haven't gotten a chance to look at it because we are recording this like right after i get off work so oh. i am willing to go and take a look at whatever this thing is when it happens and like if this is actually kojima doing this i will admit i was wrong but i think this is just speculation that got out of hand and that Kojima Productions is having some fun by liking those tweets and seeing the shitstorm. Uh -huh. well, there's no trailer up yet. I just checked YouTube. Uh, they said that with that app launch thing, 
there isn't going to be a new trailer to go with it yet. It's supposedly going to be a place for them to render and put future trailers and gameplay footage of oh, the game. Like it, yeah. Um, that's the goal. Wait until August. Cool. Um, but at the same time. Okay, yeah, it was supposed to happen today, but it's been postponed to August after already getting postponed by a week. So yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, the whole situation really ties into the piece that Mel did a couple weeks back that I still feel called out about, and I'm sure Kevin does too, <laughs> <laughs> about getting hyped for things that aren't even announced. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, and it's it's a lot of... Um, so I don't like referencing this kind of stuff but it is like QAnon level mental trickery to try and convince yourself this shit is real like people mm-hmm. are like the developer he has the same initials as Hideo Kojima and their la- and their names translate from one to the other and it's like yeah because they both have last names that mean hero and like from what i understand this developer like his name is incredibly common where he's from Mm -hmm. and so it's just people are coming it's people grasping at straws to try to find the cool thing that they wanted to have happen a long time ago you know right and like i wanted silent hills too but i don't think this is it guys i really don't i mean you already got silent hill too (laughs) <laughs> Shut up. We, we wouldn't we wouldn't be clamoring at this or jumping at this nearly as bad if anyone besides nintendo actually gave us new shit to get excited for right um, and it's it oh want to hear the craziest one i've seen yeah the craziest like tenuous bullshit evidence so in the most recent trailer for um oh what's it called Death Stranding. Uh, the main character has a box of that has oranges in it that he tips over on accident or whatever, right? Blue is opposite of orange on the color wheel. So by inverting the oranges, you get blue, and there he was holding a box. So it's the opposite of until now? <laughs> so is this like a comedy game? <laughs> <laughs> no, That's amazing that people are already doing that. Like, I know a lot of it is just, like, people joking and, like, coming up with the most batshit thing they can, but there are a lot of people who have really bought into this, and I think they're gonna buy this game thinking it's something else and find themselves incredibly disappointed. Come on. It's 100% gonna happen. Come on, people on the internet. At least Kevin and I have a reason to be irrationally hyped for for Mega Man Battle Network news. Capcom has all yeah. but announced it. <laughs> yeah, like high sales, l- low reviews. They could do worse for for a first game, you know. That that is yeah, true. Yeah. This game's get this company's getting a lot of uh, publicity because people think it's something else. But at the same <laughs> time, that was going to be enormous. Yeah, yeah. One little tweet that was maybe not even meant to be taken that way, and maybe was just made as an offhand joke could bring a hail of just the worst kind of backlash on this developer. It's okay. They'll just turn around and go back to making mobile games. 
because have you have you been on the internet, Greg? Do you understand how things work? Yeah, I'm not that the, old. The Kevin. internet only forgives if you are a white YouTube man, <laughs> or, or if, if you Nintendo. released. Yeah, or if you released friggin' what's it called, Elden Ring. Finally, what are you talking about? The internet forgave Ubisoft basically a week after the sec the sexual assault, hiding allegations, <sighs> abuse stuff came out. I don't. I yeah, it. the internet. The internet forgives that. Most people in the internet don't forget. Um, <laughs> but uh, which is why I have to bring up the bullshit of Ubisoft every time we talk about Ubisoft. And yeah. I have to complain about Nintendo because I really hate what they did with 3D All Stars. I, but it's why I bring up Ubisoft and what they did now. I do not forget that, guys. Like. Don't forget that. Ubisoft still hasn't done right by that whole situation either. No. In, um... in fact, insiders this very week have said besides one seminar about proper workplace etiquette, Ubisoft has done nothing besides jettison the publicly named figures. There are still and... people that have done things that are with the company because it hasn't come out yet. <laughs> And the people who did get jettisoned, if they had stock in the company, got to keep their stock, meaning they still financially benefit if Ubisoft does well. Which it shouldn't do well because of what they did, but, you know, people are going to buy their games anyway. Though I did see that as a... Um, if you'll recall, we did not see... Beyond Good and Evil 2 at E3 this year. I saw some speculation that I, I'm sure is right that Beyond Good and Evil 2 is dead. Easily. Huh. Yes. Uh, because, what's his name? Yes, because w whatever the name of the, the guy behind it, I forget what it is, and I'm Michelle not looking Ansel. it up. Ansel. That's it. Um, Ansel left very quickly after allegations started coming out, leading people, and not even left the company, left game development altogether. Yeah. And there was already, like, kind of mumblings that he was not a good guy to work for. So right. obviously he fled before anything could hit him from the Ubisoft, and considering that game was a big passion project for him that Ubisoft never really believed in. Why pour money more money into it? Well, how far along was it? Like I think uh, we had gotten gameplay. to the point of vertical slice. Like it was not super deep, I don't think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then no, if if the main person behind it left. And we've all seen what happens with Passion Projects recently. Yeah. <laughs> um, if the main person left, no, I can't imagine they'd continue dumping money into that. Just right. for it to it's come a, out. Especially since Beyond Good and Evil 2 had been like a carrot on a stick for Ubisoft for years. Like, buy our Beyond Good and Evil remaster and maybe you'll get a second one. Like, they clearly didn't actually want to make that game. I mean, Konami clearly, like, uh, clearly likes to continue developing things after the main person's gone. Maybe they'll make, uh, maybe they'll make Beyond Good and Evil Pachinko Machine. 
Um, oh, oh. No, no, no. They're too busy making Tinkle the silent. The they're too busy making Silent Hill pachinko machines. They're too busy making Silent Hills. Didn't you hear? No, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, they canceled PT so they can work harder on Silent Hills. <laughs> but the thing is, is like if if I'm not, I am definitely not saying it is because I do not believe it is. But if this is Silent Hills, would Norman Reedus be in it? Because he already was with Kojima for Death Stranding. Yeah, or would and, they get someone new? Yeah, and then there'll be a and then there'll be a spot where you can sit on a bed in it and try to look inappropriately at Norman Reedus's crotch. Because and that's listen to the, Kojima's iPod playlist. Because that's the kind of uh, detail that went into Death Stranding. <laughs> See, my big question is, like, if this were real, like, best case scenario, this is just Kojima doing the thing again, which, like, it's way less nod, nod, wink, wink than the last time was. Like, last time they didn't, like, try that hard to, like, act like it was a completely different studio and he had nothing to do with it. But if it is real, I want the promise that Guillermo del Toro would be back for it. <laughs> you understand how Kojima and they are, right? Like, it's yes. going to have him, it's going to have Jeff Keighley, it's going to have everyone he's always had in it, and it's going to be full of monster energy for some reason as well. Yeah, if Kojima actually gets the green light to make that game, it will have whoever he wants in it, because literally any celebrity will work with Kojima on a game. Like, mm -hmm. I, I just... More Del Toro, please. More Del Toro. <laughs> I agree with that, though. Uh, but, calm down, guys. Uh, Calm down yeah. with the hype. Calm down with the hype because you're standing on a two-legged stool <laughs> yeah, Try, trying to justify this at this point. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to turn out to be anything, but people, like, it, 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 it's been going on for a while now, and it just kind of reached a fever pitch this week. Um, if you want a really good roundup of the entire situation, Luke Stevens did a great video on it that's about half an hour long and sums up the majority of what we've talked about more succinctly than we did. Well, why would we talk about it succinctly? <laughs> we have to take... I have a family! We have to take, like, six detours to get to the point. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, that's all I've got. Anything all else? Got. No, I think that's everything we got this week. All right, let's wrap it up. Drop your whatever stuff. All right, well, you can find me on Twitter at B-R-I-S underscore P-I-T. I post all of my game reviews, interviews that I do, everything. Pretty much almost anything uh, BDG does, uh, you'll be able to find on my Twitter. Cool. I'm Kevin. Uh, I am at SML Captain at uh, on Twitter. I was about to say my email address, but I'm like, what the heck? Um, <laughs> <No>. Anyway, so <laughs> SML Captain on uh, there. I post art. I post uh, articles that I've written and other BDG stuff. Talk a lot about fighting games and Homestar Runner, if you still follow that. He wrote a child's book. Well, I did. I wrote two illustrated. Of them. I didn't write two of my illustrated, illustrated children's books. They're really cute. They're adorable. I love them. 
Yeah, I'm solo male. Uh, sorry about that. I'm no. solo male. I'm on SoundCloud. I guess sometimes, <laughs> like you could find something if you search up like niche stuff. Sometimes, I guess. And <laughs> my Animal Crossing Island may not be impressive, but at least I got a nice shark exhibit now. That's all that matters. Um, I'm Mel. The website's Twitter is bdg underscore uk. And my Twitter is at Mel Curtis, and you all have to be nice to me because the day this comes out will be my birthday. So, oh, nice, happy birthday! You know you. that doesn't mean they have to be nice to you, but now yes, when it, it does, now when it comes out, I'm sending you a birthday cake on Twitter. <laughs> Amazing! I'll be busy at the museum. <laughs> all right, that's all we've got, guys. Yep. See you next time. See you next time. Bye.